14 away from five. Barry Soper, political editor with us now. Hi, Barry. Good afternoon, Heather. What brought this announcement on? I need a break. <laughs> I can't believe what? it. I need a break. I, You know, I, th- I heard that they were going to announce yeah. uh, what they were announcing today. That was announcing a date for next year. But, yeah. you know... Honestly, with all the evidence now of the risk posed by Kiwis coming back from Australia, uh, why they have to wait and deny Kiwis coming home for their families uh, this side of Christmas, God only knows. Uh, So Chris Hipkins, he faced a grilling from the pulpit in the Beehive today as to why thousands of Kiwis wanting to get home for Christmas from Australia can't come home until January the 17th. Why mid-January? Well, there doesn't seem to be a cogent explanation. But in the usual pecking order at the briefing, Hipkins tried to justify it. Jessica and then Tover and then Barry. We, we are entering a stage where we're, we're opening up that medium risk pathway. It's not a low risk pathway, and we, we'll be very upfront about that. Tova. Uh, look, I'm not going to talk about my own family. I never do that in these conferences, and I don't intend to start doing that now. Barry. Uh, th- this is not about me, and I'm not going to talk about my own family, and I have never done that here, and I don't intend to start doing that now. Barry. Yes, I do. Barry. There was about 50 people who came across the border who were vaccinated, still tested positive for COVID-19 arriving in New Zealand. The fact they didn't happen to come from Australia doesn't mean... Yeah, but, but the fact that they didn't come from Australia doesn't mean that as we increase the volume of travellers from Australia that that will continue to be the case. Yes, I'm happy to make a comment and uh, the boundary in Auckland... Uh, sort of coming down in mid-December. It was important to bed everything in there before then adding this additional risk by allowing more overseas arrivals. Yeah, well, I'm not convinced of every anything there really, Heather. Uh, and forget the tosh about those 50 positive cases. They obviously, as Hipkins uh, admitted, didn't come from Australia, uh, and it's essentially fudging the issue. Uh, and it does look also to be a tough tourist season coming up for mm. Aussies wanting to visit this country uh, from May next year. Under the new rules, they'll be able to avoid the MIQ system. That's well and good, as we're able to avoid uh, being locked up when we go to Australia. Uh, that's from then, though, but we'll still have to isolate if they come here for seven days. Now, Jacinda Ardern doesn't believe that'll dampen their enthusiasm. Australia has been the highest demand group um, when we've been putting up the vouchers through our MIQ system, so we do expect we'll have a large number looking to come over, even with that self-isolation requirement. Yeah, well, I suspect, uh, Heather, between now and then, uh, that uh, self-isolation requirement will be dropped. Well, I mean, you know, never never doubt these guys' ability to defy science. So anyway, yeah. um, the traffic light law pa- has passed in Parliament, but gee whiz, these guys copped it, eh? They most certainly did, and with good reason. Um, It's passed now through all its stages, and that occurred within the past hour. And it is a significant law. It creates two classes of Kiwis, uh, no sunset clause, 
uh, and it certainly breaches the Bill of Rights, which isn't all that unusual with lawmaking in New Zealand. But look, the government announced the new system over a month ago, but didn't legislate it for it until yesterday. Uh, you know, and you'd think here that surely in the lead up uh, to that time, uh, they, um, when they announced it, they could have, um, in fact, uh, done some work. They would have done a lot of work on it before announcing it. So why not legislate way back then and give the public a right to have a say in it? Well, uh, that's not the way this government operates, as we well know, and that certainly earned the wrath of the opposition. Here's um, Nationals COVID spokesman Chris Bishop. It is a constitutional disgrace. The Human Rights Commission has criticised it. The Council for Civil Liberties has criticised the speed with which this bill is being passed. And it reflects an arrogance of the highest order from this government that they think that they can pass this legislation in just 24 hours without scrutiny. Sir, I put it to the Parliament that this is contemptuous of the Parliament. It is contemptuous of the people of New Zealand and it is contemptuous of the rule of law. This bill gives the government enormous, broad, sweeping powers in some, some ways never seen before to uh, create different categories of New Zealanders. The vaccinated will have different uh, rights and freedoms compared to the unvaccinated. I'll tell you what, uh, Jacinda Ardern will be wanting a fairly sympathetic um, light system when she gets married early in the new year. Um, she will either, if she's on the red light system, uh, I think it limits uh, any gathering to 100, but yeah. they'll all have to be vaccinated. So that's yeah, going no. to be interesting. She'll yeah. need Gisborne Tairawhiti to be in the orange. Barry, thank you so much. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Barry Soper, political editor. Anybody surprised when Barry said he needed a break? I think, <laughs> I think most of us thought that two days ago, eh? I'm going to get in trouble later. Eight away from five.